the city of Providencialis. Here is tonight's Nations Report with Zoya Fessler. It's Tuesday, May 2nd, 2023. Here's a look at the headlines for today. Latest restaurant to open on Grace Bay. Passenger found with 15 ammunition cartridges in bag. Gold medal requests recall on flower. American pilots go on strike. A look at sports and the weather forecast. Join me for those stories and more. Thank you all so much for joining me here on the Nation Station. I am Soya Fastler. Seven Stars Resort and Spa's newest restaurant venture, The Farm, is opened in Grace Bay. The upscale garden-setting restaurant venue is Seven Stars Resort's fourth restaurant and is opened for healthy breakfast options, lunch with a fast casual menu of grab-and-go selections, and a more elaborate dinner service. The family-friendly restaurant can seat up to 200 persons at their current arrangement and even more for private events. The new restaurant concept, which is located on the corner of Grace Bay Road, just west of the Seven Stars Resort entrance, showcases a collection of chef-curated herbs, greens, and produce grown and managed by the culinary team in its on-site freight farm, Hydroponics. Featuring garden-style seating and a standalone bar, the restaurant features ingredients harvested daily from their hydroponic farm, offering its own island version of garden garden to fork dining. Using the Freight Farm Hydroponic Container Farm, Seven Stars Resort and Spa Grace Bay is the first resort to self-manage and grow its own produce. The result, a culinary experience that includes hand-grown and harvested ingredients rich with flavor, texture, and color. Now, the month of April was celebrated as Child Abuse Prevention Month, and the Department of Social Development and Welfare, under the Ministry of Home Affairs, embarked on several initiatives throughout the month in its quest to promote zero tolerance of child abuse in the Turks and Caicos Islands. The theme for this year was Thriving Children and Families Prevention with Purpose. On April 28th, the department hosted a balloon release and march in respect of the month's activities, and we spoke with Director of Social Services, Tiffany Thomas-Brown. April is Child Abuse Prevention Month, and of course the department has launched a number of activities. Today you guys are doing a march and a balloon release. Just tell us the idea and the initiative behind that. So today we are culminating the Child Abuse Prevention Month activities, and uh, one of the things that we thought would be able to bring draw more attention to child abuse prevention and TCI is to have a march throughout the communities of the Turks and Caicos Islands. So we're hosting one here in Providenciales, one in Grand Turk and North Caicos at the same time. Um, and the idea is to bring about solidarity of those who have been abused and neglected as a result of child abuse. We want to, as you said, bring attention to that children are being abused every day in our communities and in our country and to find ways of how we can address it, prevent it, and help those who were victims to heal. How has the numbers um, in terms of child abuse been? How have you seen, have you seen them grow? Have you seen them decrease? The numbers are increasing over the years. 
If we look at from 2020 to 2023, for example, the form of child abuse that have been seen most recently in TCI is child physical abuse. And next in line, we have child neglect and then child sexual abuse. And what can we do as a community to help the Department of Social Services in terms of combating these issues and these problems and be preventative steps? It's very much important for us to be our brother's keeper. Everyone is in this together. We have to look out for each other. We have to ensure that we report when we are aware. Even if we have an inkling, we're worried about a child. We have to report it to the Department of Social Development, report it to the police, report it to persons you trust, and somebody's going to say something to help and save you. Parents need to look out for their children in terms of when they're online, in terms of them bringing items at home that they're not familiar with, in terms of them um, doing things that are not in line with what they would approve of, and to ask questions and be inquisitive about what's going on with their children. And so that's how we collectively can support and assist in preventing child abuse in Turks and Caicos. Everyone's participation in the fight against child abuse is critical. Focusing on ways to connect with families is the best thing our community can do to strengthen families and prevent child abuse and neglect. Research shows that when parents possess protective factors, the risk for neglect and abuse diminish and optimal outcomes for children, youth and families are promoted. Major protective factors include knowledge of parenting, knowledge of child development, parental resilience, social connections, and concrete supports. Through this knowledge, families are able to navigate during difficult times to shield them from life stresses. And just a reminder to the general public, for those who did not pay for business licenses on or before April 30th, the penalties became effective May 1st. That wraps up our local news segment. Regional News is up next. A man was arrested after attempting to board a flight at the Norman Manley International Airport in Kingston, Jamaica with 15 9mm cartridges. Charged with unauthorized possession of ammunition is Skarheem Lucci. He is a 42-year-old carpenter of Fort Lauderdale in the United States and Portland Cottage in Clarendon. According to police reports, at about 7 a.m. on April 28th, Lucci checked in to board an outgoing inter-Caribbean in flight. However, according to the police, anomalies were discovered in a bag that he claimed to be carrying. After conducting a secondary search, a magazine containing the 15 cartridges was discovered. Lucci was subsequently arrested and charged. His court date has not yet been finalized. And the United States Coast Guard recently repatriated 82 people to Cuba following interdictions off Florida's coast. The U.S. Coast Guard on Friday said a Good Samaritan notified Coast Guard District 7 watchstanders of a migrant vessel about 45 miles south of Marathon, Florida. 
It also stated that Coast Guard Cutter Edgar Culbertson's crew notified the Coast Guard District 7 watch standers of a migrant vessel about 23 miles north of Cayo Cruz del Padre, Cuba. In addition, a Coast Guard Air Station Miami HC-144 aircrew notified the District 7 watch standers of a migrant vessel about 46 miles south of Key West. Individuals who are interdicted at sea after April 27th will be ineligible for the aforementioned parole processes that were announced last January. The Coast Guard also returned 75 migrants to the Dominican Republic between Saturday and Monday following the interdiction of two illegal voyage vessels in the Mona Passage waters near Puerto Rico. Now, a man who admitted to having withdrawn more than 200,000 Jamaican dollars or 1,500 U.S. dollars from his friend's bank account when he appeared in the St. Elizabeth Parish Court last week has indicated that he intends to repay the stolen sum to the complainant. Akeem Bennett, a 31-year-old resident of Parity St. Elizabeth, pled guilty to simple larceny on Thursday. Following his admission to the offense, he told the presiding judge that he intends to make restitution. Consequently, the judge requested a social inquiry report and an antecedent report ahead of Bennett's sentencing on July 10th. He was remanded in custody until that date. Reports from the Black River Police are that between January 24th and 25th, Bennett, who had access to the complainant's ATM card, went to an ATM machine and withdrew the money. He then went into hiding shortly after, taking the funds without his friend's consent. The matter was reported to the police and a manhunt was launched for Bennett. He was finally apprehended on April 19th and was subsequently charged with simple larceny. That wraps up regional news. World News is up next. Now, four types of gold medal all-purpose flour, bleached and unbleached, have been recalled due to possible salmonella contamination. General Mills announced a voluntary recall with the U.S. Food and Drug Administration on Friday. According to the recall, the strain was discovered during sampling of the five-pound bag product. The affected products included two date codes of gold metal unbleached all-purpose flour in both five- and ten-pound bags, as well as two date codes of gold metal bleached all-purpose flour in the two- and five-pound bags. The recalled bags of flour have a better if used by date of March 27th and 28th, 2024. No other types of gold medal flour were affected by this recall. And a group of American airline pilots were picketing at Miami International Airport on Monday, and that wasn't the only airport where it happened. The airline is now feeling the heat as its pilots are demanding higher salaries and better working conditions, according to the union that represents them. Roughly 2,000 American Airlines pilots hit airports across the country for an informational picket. It comes just one day after 99% 
percent of the union members who voted authorized a strike against the airline. Customers with flights booked on Monday nervously took notice. However, there were few delays or cancellations inside Miami on Monday. The vote is just the first in a series of steps before a strike could happen that could align with the busy summer travel season. And keeping with the aviation industry, the WestJet Group announced on May 1st that it has completed its acquisition of Sunwing Vacations and Sunwing Airlines. The transaction, originally announced in March of 2022, combines the two Canadian aviation and leisure travel success stories and will bring greater choice, competitive airfares and increased direct access to sun destinations. In addition, it positions Sunwing to continue its growth across Canada and permits the newly merged company to protect jobs. Sunwing will add to the WestJet Group 18 Boeing 737s, 2,000 employees, and Canada's largest vacation tour operator. That wraps up World News Sports is up next. St. Kitts and Nevis's Kaim Caesar will have the opportunity to fulfill his dreams of playing in the NFL as he has signed a contract with the Baltimore Ravens. Caesar, a former Ohio University defensive tackle, was one of 13 undrafted free agent signings for the Ravens. A post on the Baltimore Ravens website said the undrafted free agents are a valued part of the team's roster as they are used to fill roles and holes that may develop during the season. Baltimore noted that it utilized nine undrafted free agents last season. Caesar will be a part of a training camp that includes Baltimore's recent signings such as wide receiver Odell Beckham Jr. and a talented six-player draft class led by first-round wide receiver Zay Flowers. The 25-year-old who is from Kayon in St. Kitts has been receiving a lot of support from his family and friends on social media following the news of his contract signing. And for TCI Football Association action, the Academy Eagles and Teachers FC were crowned the boys and girls under 15 beach soccer league champions last week. In the female battle, teachers finished on nine points while the Academy Eagles finished second on six points. Briangel Melsis was named the Golden Glove winner and Rosaria Talbot the league MVP. Meanwhile, the Eagles also finished on nine points to win the boys league. The SWA Sharks placed second on six points. Idolin Gardner ended as the leading goal scorer. Samuel Harvey won the Golden Glove and Webstel St. Tillis, the league MVP title. That was a look at the latest in sports. Let's take a look at our weather forecast. A 
mix of clouds and sunshine, highs of 84 degrees, feels like 100, lows of 79, winds are light and variable from the northeast at 5 to 10 miles per hour, a less than 20% chance of showers is expected. That was a look at our weather forecast. Recapping the news for today, latest restaurant to open on Grace Bay. Passenger found with 15 ammunition cartridges in bag. Gold medal requests recall on flower. American pilots go on strike. Thank you all for tuning in. If you missed today's presentation, you can visit our website at www.rtc89fm.com to listen to the news or any shows. You can also download the RTC app in the Google Play Store. Have a good evening. I am Soya Fassler. Join us again tomorrow evening at 6 p.m. for another edition of The Nation's Report.